you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. David. Football. Football, David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at DaveDamashek.NFL.com. Now here's your host, Dave. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 137 of the Dave Damashek Football Program. Available as always on iTunes and at NFL.com slash Sheck. S-H-E-K, free agency is upon us, or it's nigh. Nigh means it's about to be, I think. I think that that's what nigh means. Anyway, trades are going down. By the time you listen to this, maybe a half dozen or so more have already happened. Let's know. Let's talk about what we already know with my main man from NFL.com and from NFL Network. There he is, seated to my immediate right. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop, fella? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Sure. Appreciate you uh, putting me on the show. And I sure. Do, I do want to say this. We'll start off right off the gate. Uh, I was at the Bray Improv uh, last week, and uh-huh. some young man came up to me. He wasn't there to uh, compliment me on my performance or anything. He just wanted to talk about the Dave Damashek football ah. program and all the nice work that you do. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you know what? I, I, Did he say anything about Handsome Hank? Show. No. He Didn't just was all talking about you. Did he weigh in on whether or not he likes black tie behind the glasses, oh, our no, he producer? Said, he or? said to fire black tie. Oh, he did? Okay, yeah, well, absolutely. good. So, absolutely. So we all park our cars in the same garage on yeah. that subject. All right, listen, and by the way, it feels like baseball out here. I don't want to rub it into the rest of the nation. I think it's snowing, or at least you're shoveling sel- yourselves out of the snow that fell over the last week or so. It's 80 and glorious. There are no clouds in the sky. And it makes me feel like baseball season is is on its way too, which in fact it is. We are we don't even have time for your halos right now, though. <laughs> All right, uh, rank. Although I was reminded, I had forgotten the Houston Astros are now in the AL West. That's That'll correct. be a fun new wrinkle for you to beat up on that bum <laughs> team for the 2013 season. Finally, right. we get a chance to beat up on somebody. Now there are trades afoot that are going down. We're recording on Monday afternoon here from the West Coast Nerve Center. Of the NFL, and uh, first one, Percy Harvin to the Seattle Seahawks. And then, right on the heels of that one, 
their arch rival, their foe, the San Francisco 49ers. They go and get Anquan Bolden. Let's talk about those. I mentioned him just a moment ago. I enjoyed some delicious barbecue, transcendent barbecue. Maybe, nay, definitely the finest barbecue that has ever passed my two lips in my many years on the Big Blue Marble down in uh, Austin, Texas. It's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank from England. Handsome from England. He's Handsome Hank from England. Handsome from England. He's Handsome Hank from England. Handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? Very well indeed, thank you, Dave. Still stuffed from the barbecue. You My just goodness, it was. I mean, it was just glorious, it was though, delicious. wasn't it? It was it really called. Was. If you ever go there, the place is called the Salt Lick. It's actually about a half an hour outside of Austin, and you're really driving in the middle of nowhere when you're at a half hour outside of Austin, Texas. But yeah, of course. I felt like, uh, you know, the most special fella in the world because I was riding shotgun with Handsome Hank as we made our way out to this barbecue joint. And we feasted on all manner of flesh, all manner of beast laid out on this on this massive grill. Swine and cow and turkey and so on and so forth. And uh, it was delectable, thanks to Matt Money Smith, our pal, for giving us that tip or else we wouldn't have known about that joint. Anyway, all right. We'll talk about that if we have time. But listen, there's a lot of football to get into here. Rank mm-hmm. Percy Harvin to the Seattle Seahawks. I'm a little surprised. I find it a little bit hyperbolic that the instantaneous reaction of the football fans out there on Twitter and elsewhere is, well, obviously the Seahawks are now the team to beat. They're the team to, uh, they're the favorite to go to the Super Bowl now. Do you agree with this? I do agree with that because the Seahawks were very close to the Super Bowl last year, if not for a defensive lapse against Atlanta there at the end of the game. They go to the NFC Championship game, and, you know, they play the 49ers pretty well, so we could have been talking about the Seahawks being in the Super Bowl. So this is a team that's very close. Not give, I'm assuming they're not giving up a lot. I, I didn't see the parameters or anything, but this is the type of move that should push I, them it's, over the it, top. It's likely as of the time of this recording, it looks like it's a first and a uh, and a sixth-round pick, I think, or maybe a seventh. Um, but either way, yeah, I mean, they're giving up a, a, a nice pick there at the back end of the first round, but not a massive payment to get the playmaker that Percy Harvin So you're is. talking about the 24th, 26th pick 25th. in the draft for a guy, yeah, for a guy like Percy Harvin. And let's be honest, this, the Seahawks' offense was pretty good last year. I think they were 12th overall in total offense. So now a guy like that comes in. He makes Russell Wilson better because, as you know, Black Tie likes to say, he throws the sexy deep ball. That should be a nice little combination going forward as Percy Harvin. What does Harvin. he do? Hey, I'm Russell Wilson, and I throw a sexy deep ball. <laughs> you have a black tie. What is that? It's Russell Wilson saying it himself. You want to hear it again? Go yes. ahead. Hey, I'm Russell Wilson, and I throw a sexy deep ball. What did you – when did that happen? You know this. I spoke about this last week. It was a blog post on your blog. Oh, right, right, right. right. My first I blog skipped post. over it. I saw that you, you skipped, had written it, and so oh I skipped it. Oh, my God. No, please, continue. <laughs> I broke down who threw a sexy deep ball, who didn't, who kind of threw a good deep ball, but that weren't quite sexy. And this was just Russell Wilson admitting to the fact that, hey, he knows he throws a sexy deep ball. NFL.com slash Sheck, S-H-E-K, the, the uh, <laughs> black tie ranks the sexiest deep ball. In the in the NFL, and you you bothered Russell Wilson, one of the great stars of the NFL, to to indulge your nonsense. 
All right. I like it. I like it. That's fun. That's a fun thing. Poor so, Russell, right, continue. He's such a sweet kid that he would be willing to do this. <laughs> I, I think this. They got, the, the guy who is, to me, a little under the radar for that Seahawks offense, who was very productive, his problem is always injuries, Sidney Rice. Now, if you think about Sidney Rice in that offense spending, you know, I mean, the guy almost never makes it an entire season in good health, but... When he was out there last year, he was dynamite for that team. Imagine if he slots as your legit number one, and now you have Percy Harvin as your number two. Egad with Lynch in that offensive line. It is scary. Handsome Hank, do you like that team better now? Or Anquan Bolden on the 49ers? Let's keep in mind, Michael Crabtree, Vernon Davis, Frank Gore still uh, knocking around there. I think LaMichael James in year two for him is going to come on more and more. What offense do you like better? Well, I think you have a you have a tough time comparing Bolden to Harvin. I mean, Harvin's definitely the better receiver. Sure. But then you look at the receivers that have gone to Seattle over the years. That's not a place that receivers tend to thrive or have done recently. So, right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Harvin pans out there. But, no, I think if you're looking for an offense right now, I'd have to side with the Seahawks based entirely on the fact that they now have Harvin. Boy, oh boy. I mean, you're splitting hairs. I've always badmouthed the guys who maybe eight years or so ago, the the radio guys, the talking heads, who would have these big um, these blowout debates about Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady. You're crazy if you think one's better than the other. Well, they're both pretty good. I guess that's kind of what we're entering into here, which offense is better now. Seahawks or Niners are both going to be gangbusters. But what a, the, the point, the takeaway for me is – the the quality of this rivalry now. This is going to be the best. I've I, I've been saying that I feel like since December. Move over Ravens and Steelers and Packers and Bears and Cowboys and Redskins. You have to make room now for the new great rivalry of the NFL, and that's it up there. And uh, boy, oh boy, the two young QBs are going to be there. This is good. this is where it all goes. Do we agree that? Well, I don't know if I even agree with this when I start to ask this, but Rank, you say that you do now like the Seahawks as your NFC choice for the Super Bowl, right? Absolutely. I'm going to stay with the Niners. And by the way, I say that the Niners are going to go and get Darrell Revis. Who cares if I, this thing that because they said last week, oh, well, we're not we're not interested in him. Oh, well, then I guess that's all over with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is what they do. They they lie to to distract you and, and they don't want to announce publicly. Yeah, we're desperate to have that guy and drive up the price they're going to have to pay. I think they get Revis. And if they do, then they're the Super Bowl team. And as it is. I still like them better because I have a sneaking suspicion that Jim Harbaugh is the best coach in the NFL. Yes, Black Tie. Real quick, just want to jump in on the offense right here. The Seahawks signed a tight end called Darren Phelps, who's never played football before in his life. He's played basketball. But the reason I point this out because during Pro Bowl. Is he the kid that played at UCI, played f- basketball at UCI? Yeah, he's never played football before. What's UCI? UC Irvine. Oh. He's a younger brother of the other fellows that played tight end for the Rams, I want to say. But mm-hmm. uh, the reason I point this out because the Pro Bowl. Breeze and Wilson spent a lot of time together, and part of the conversation, just to paraphrase, was Wilson pretty much saying, hey, we need a good tight end. We need another good – Zach Miller is good, but we need another good tight end. Well, Zach so, Miller, it was weird, was silent all through the season and then was dynamite in the second half against the uh, Falcons in, in, yep. in that comeback. So, yep. yeah, if he's, a, if he's a weapon for him, obviously he's shown he can be a, a pass catcher for him too. And then the other team I always talk about is the Rams – and that leads us in, Black Tie. You were going to do a blacklist here, I know. Let's get – oh, I should mention, too, we have Bryant McKinney 
of the world champion Baltimore Ravens walking into Studio 66 in just a little bit. And then Rank caught up with the other day. He caught up with Stevie Johnson, gangbusters wide receiver of the Buffalo Bills. So we have all that coming up for you. And look, I mentioned his name, and in he walks, fashionably attired, casual, but smartly dressed nonetheless. It's a turquoise and a gray cardigan sweater. That's what the kids are wearing these days. Here he is. It's Bryant McKinney, glad-handing as he makes his way into here. How well, let him get his headset on here. Looking smart. A lot of diamonds and such, I see. I see there's some jewels around the neck, around the right wrist. And why not? He's a world champion, after all. He can do what he wants. How are you, Brian McKinney? I'm pretty good. Yeah? I bet you are. You leave the Minnesota Vikings. You go to Baltimore. It's up and down. All of a sudden, the playoffs start. Uh You become the linchpin of the offensive line, taking over at left tackle there. Next thing you know, you're celebrating in the confetti of New Orleans. What gives? It was crazy. Um, I guess it kind of worked out, you know. I guess so. In in a good way. (laughs) Um, You know, leaving the Vikings, and we went to the AFC Championship. My first year, the Ravens, and we were able to go back and play the same team and beat them and get to the Super Bowl. I don't know. That last season was kind of a, a weird season for me, but yeah, like I said, it worked out, you know, in a, in a good way. And, uh, you know, I was glad to be a part of it. What do you do when you win the Super Bowl? I know, obviously, I saw the the, the few days that happened after that, the parade and all that mm-hmm. jazz. What do you do then? Do you go home to Jersey? Are you still living in Jersey at all? Uh, I live in Miami, um, but I stayed in Baltimore for like a week after. And then I think I went to Miami and then I came out here. Um to do some stuff and then kind of been traveling. A lot of people wanted you to come to their events and host stuff and stuff like that. So I've been doing a lot of that. It seems like it. That, so <laughs> in the, what is it now? Six weeks or so since you won it, does it feel like, wow, the, the, the world is completely different now. People want a piece of me now. Everybody and, just wants you to be at their place. And so I, I, you know, I try to do as much as I can and still get my workouts in. Luckily I have somebody out here. Shout out to Jeanette Jenkins who <laughs> helps me <laughs> with the nutrition and the workouts while I'm on this side. And um yeah, I just try to do as much as I can. What's the coolest thing that you've been able to do? Where what what red velvet rope or has been opened for you? The, actually the coolest thing that I was able to do was um right after the game or after party, uh I took a picture with Beyonce and all them. I know I know <laughs> Kelly but I, and like her and Jay Z and um Beyonce were there but and I know him, but I actually got a chance like to talk and you know have a conversation with her because you know before it's always like in passing real quick like you know hi, but actually got a chance to talk, take a picture, so that was cool. And I mean, she probably was the reason why our power went out anyway. So, so <laughs> <laughs> we've talked with a lot. We talked went out with uh, Brendan Ayambendejo. Mm-hmm. We talked with Ray Rice. I think it's an interesting thing that when the lights go out, well, first of all, in the locker room, you knew it was going to be a long halftime because mm-hmm. of the because um, of the show with Beyonce. That they were going to, I said Beyonce. I could sound like my, my old man. Beyonce, what's her name? I don't know. It's one name. I don't know. what. So they serve food at the halftime. Did you eat it? No. You had no food. They serve food? Yes. Not in our locker room. You're kidding me. Yeah. With San no, 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 no. That, that's not what I we am Bendejo said he had a sandwich. Oh, I missed all that. Yeah. Were you, what were you doing? Were you watching Drinking Beyonce? Drinking and we were just uh, <laughs> going over the game plan and just sitting there. Really? Yeah, I mean, you could hear, you could hear, you could feel the bass. You couldn't really hear exactly what song it was, but you have an idea. And we're still trying to guess what songs were being played, but 
Nah, I missed the whole sandwich and everything. Bigger move. Let's just get to this. Cam Cameron gets kicked to the curb uh, late, very late in the season. Unorthodox mm-hmm. move. And um, and then before the playoffs, the offensive line gets all rejiggered there, and you move to the left tackle, and everybody gets starts getting moved around, and all of a sudden things solidify. Bigger move, Cam Cameron's departure or the shakeup on the offensive line? Bigger move to shakeup on the offensive line. All of a sudden, that made that 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 made Joe Flacco. It made sense, right? Yeah, it did. Yeah, I think that was the I think that was the bigger move. I mean, if you would have gave Cam Cameron the opportunity to have that offensive line, maybe it could have been a little hmm. different. You don't know. So, what about? Uh, so you, it's interesting that in this year you went up against. Well, I, I'm not sure if you were blocking him throughout the game, but you went up against the likes of James Harrison, Alden Smith, and J.J. Watt. Did you match up with all, and Von Miller? So mm. probably you could – James Harrison. And Dwight Freeney. And Dwight Freeney. Wow. Mm. All right. Toughest guy that you had to handle this year. Um, The toughest, I'm going to say, the atmosphere in Denver was just mm-hmm. tough. It was a road game. It was playoffs. So those two guys were tough. Like That's the correct mm-hmm. answer. I was going to say, if, even if you went with another one, I was going to tell you you were wrong. Oh. Von Miller. <laughs> Von Miller's got to be the toughest, right? Is yeah, it- I mean, just – it's a lot of circumstances going into that game too. You know, you're away. It's playoffs. It just was a lot going on. It was loud. It was freezing cold. It's just everything was all bad for that situation. But you know, we ended up doing a good job. And I actually feel like that game made it a little easier for us to get to New England when we got to New England because it wasn't as cold. It wasn't as loud. Mm-hmm. Did Did you figure when you went to New England, you you played them so well the year before? Mm-hmm. Could have easily won that game. How confident were you guys going in there? We were pretty confident. And actually, after we won in Denver, Ray Lewis kept saying, we're going to the Super Bowl. He said, if we beat this team, there's no way we're going to allow New England to beat us after the way we felt the year before. You know what I mean? He said, we know how it felt to walk off that field and watch the confetti drop on them. There's no way we can let that happen two times in a row. You know, it was just. Just couldn't do it. <laughs> Wouldn't it have been funny to, well, not for you guys, but Billy Cundiff misses that kick, <laughs> sending you to the Super Bowl. He was with the Niners for a little bit oh, this God. season. <laughs> what if he had been on the Niners and had kicked them to a Super Bowl win against you guys? That, that would have been bad. That would have been real. You would have known the fates bad. are against you guys. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah, that would have been real bad. But I'm glad we have to get to that point. <laughs> what about Ray? L- go ahead. Oh, I was going to say big news today. Anquan Bolden yeah. going to the Yo, 49ers. I just found out about this uh, when I got here. It's a lot of stuff that's taking place. That I'm very surprised. About. I know. Yeah. Well, Percy what do you think Harvey. about? What, are you sad? I mean, I assume you're bummed out because Anquan Bolden, to me, yeah. could really have been the MVP of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He made some unbelievably strong catches in in some real traffic with guys draped all over him. Really made Flacco look good. Anquan, not to diminish what Flacco Anquan did. Anquan is like our go-to guy like he's that clutch receiver mm-hmm. so I was kind of surprised I, I just didn't see this coming um that's somebody that's just very reliable and it's clutch and his locker is right by mine so mm-hmm. you know, we talk every day um so yeah that just caught me off guard just now when they just told me about that how did you find out um sitting downstairs <laughs> just a minute ago and somebody I seen something on the screen when I was about to leave my hotel and I had Anquan on the screen but I couldn't see you know, I couldn't hear it, anything. I just seen it. And I was like, what's going on with Anquan? So when I got here, I asked. And they told me he just got traded. And uh, way cooler if we could have broken the that news to great. him. It that would have been, been bigger. Let's been do it again and because... pretend. <laughs> let's do it like that. And okay. then we'll, we'll be like, breaking news. This will <laughs> be good for the podcast. All right. Hey, Brian McKinney, breaking news coming across the wire. 
Anquan Bolden, great wide receiver for the Ravens, one of the keys to that Super Bowl run has been traded to the San Francisco 49ers. Are you serious? I'm not kidding. I I wouldn't kid about this. Don't get mad at us. Anquan? Anquan is gone. We didn't didn't pull the trigger. We didn't make the trade. Wait, what's that? He said he thought that the offensive line got a little bit too much credit, (laughs) and he didn't get enough. What do you think about that? Oh, wow, Anquan. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, though? Because Anquan, he was pretty outspoken about not wanting to take a pay cut. Mm. Joe Flacco signs a huge contract. What's mm. what's the mood as a player when you see something like that happen? Do you look at Joe and you're like, hey, you couldn't spare a little bit of money for the guy who Well, I feel you? like Joe deserves it. Joe's worked hard. He's been, you know, it's his fifth year. He's been to the playoffs all five years. AFC Championship three times and then won a Super Bowl. So uh, I feel like when I first got there, he wasn't getting enough credit. And I feel like he finally deserves it. So, I mean, he earned it. Well, what do you guys do, though, now practically to try and replace that uh, that spot there? Bolden, obviously, a, d- a dynamite possession type receiver. I don't know. That's tough because, like I said, you know, Anquan was a, a great leader, um, and he was a, a clutch receiver. Like, mm-hmm. if nobody else is open, you know you can guarantee that Anquan's going to catch it. doesn't even have to be open. Just throw yeah. it in his direction. And right. He's a very physical player, so you just know he's going to – that should go to guys sometimes if all of, all else fails. So, I, I don't know how – I mean – what do you make of these rumors out there? We'll see. I mean, free agency hasn't uh, officially begun yet, but the but the buzz is James Harrison to the Ravens. I'm a Steeler guy, you see, so I don't want to see that. And I think James Harrison, I don't think, I don't think the Ravens should want it. He's been playing against you all this time. Now all of a sudden he's going to wear your colors. I'm against this. What do you think? This is the first I've ever heard of this. Oh, you haven't heard the rumors? <laughs> no. <laughs> so We're actually breaking this now. Oh, oh this yeah, is good. Because, uh, yeah, I never heard of this. And, uh, I mean, if he's going to help the team win, then why not? Because uh, I don't like it. That's why. <laughs> would you Would you want Mike Wallace if you could have him? Do you want these guys? You don't want these guys that, that you've been yeah, playing it's like, against. It's, it's far of going to the Vikings. I know. Well, it's no good. Yeah, that took me a minute when I forgot. I'm like, what? Then... It ain't right is what I'm saying. If (laughs) if they're your rival, they can't suddenly become your chum. That's not the way it's supposed to be. No? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Tell me this about Ray Lewis. Mm -hmm. It got to be a little bit much by the end with with him getting the attention or no? (laughs) No. I I knew this was his last season and everything, so... And he was giving some great speeches. I don't know how, how we'll fill that void. That's something else we need well, to talk about. Well, that's what I was going to ask you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to give the speeches now? Who? Well, well maybe Joe. it's Brian McKinney. No, it won't be me. <laughs> well, Joe Flacco was heard saying, or he had a quote this week, man, I don't know, Joe Flacco talking about Ray Lewis's speeches, man, I don't know what he meant, but I like how he said it. Is that accurate? <laughs> Sometimes, right, during the Super Bowl, he gave a speech, and I think a few people got lost. But his, his, his delivery is good. You know who can give his speeches is Justin Tucker. He does a great impression of Ray Lewis, our kicker. Oh, that'll be that'll, that'll be an interesting switch <laughs> from 52 to the, to the what is a second-year kicker coming yeah. in there making his speeches. <laughs> Shh, just make make sure you don't miss the kicks at the end <laughs> right? of the game. We'll handle the rest of the thing. Um, okay, you're a first-round pick coming mm-hmm. out of the U. I guess that's why you're probably still living down in South <laughs> Beach there. Yeah. Um, what's that like? Because the first round – I mean, because the draft obviously is coming up. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? I can't recall where – I can't remember watching your draft. Were you on the phone? Were you sitting next to your agent? Mm-hmm. Were you with your family? What was going I on I was there? in New York. Um, oh, you were there. You were in the mm-hmm. in the in Radio City. Yeah. Um, 
and you, you know you just sat there and wait. It seems long. I went I went seven, but it seems like a long time. Like you're sitting back there. Yeah. Um, and you're just trying to sit there and decide where you're going to go to. And I remember when I first when I was getting drafted, they were saying Buffalo, San Diego, and then maybe Minnesota. So I wasn't quite sure if I was going to Minnesota. I thought if anything, I'd go to San Diego. San Diego. Buffalo was four, San Diego was five, and then Minnesota was seven. And you wanted San Diego because of the weather. I really did coming from Florida. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I hope I go to San Diego. Like, I figured out enough about you guys now <laughs> over the last few years. You guys all, you all like the domes and the Forget see, that nonsense. Minnesota had a dome, so that worked out. Yeah, I know. I don't like to, that. They're going to have to play outside for a couple of years, though, while they're building the new stadium. Yeah, oh, and speaking of that, that uh, does remind me, I wanted to ask you, because you were there with uh, the Vikes for so long, Percy Harvin, yeah. also now dealt away to Seattle. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Out about that? What do you think about that? After the Anquan thing. Uh, we love Percy. Percy, <laughs> Percy was uh, on the show with us too. He was delightful, yeah. and then it was it was shocking when it, it's he was he was a miscreant, you know, in the in the Vikings locker room, getting in arguments maybe with Leslie Frazier. Not our experience. We uh, enjoyed him quite a bit. No, he's always been like you know laid back. You know, my experiences with Percy. Um, he gets a team back up with uh, Sidney Rice though, so. As somebody out there he knows. I know it. Can you imagine? That's what we were just talking yeah. about. What I mean, that's a dynamite it duo, is. huh? So I feel like Seattle's low key putting together a good little team. <laughs> and what about you? Can't really talk business with him because the because the Canes have been lousy for a long time now. What's <laughs> it been? Five years since you guys have been really good. Sheesh. Well, you uh, haven't been in the national championship hunting at least uh, what five years? It's been a, yeah, probably about five or so. So hopefully they're getting it together now with the. You know, the recruiting and everything. And then you got Ray Lewis. His son's going there now. So Ray will be down there giving his speeches to them. Yeah, so I know. they'll yeah. start winning. <laughs> um, last uh, couple things for you. What do you make of the AFC North? I know there are a lot of pieces that have to get into place for all the teams there. What do you think about 2013 now? Uh, we have to see who uh, <laughs> remains as a Raven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I well, the Steelers are kind of decimated all of a sudden. Yeah. They're kind of broken up. I, I feel like the Ravens have a good a good chance, you know, to control the NFC North again, AFC North again, but mm-hmm. we just got to see who's all going to be there still. Better uh, North, AFC, NFC. Oh, the AFC. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a little more physical. It's just – Is better. it? That's a, I'm actually surprised. I, I, I was saying that just because we're both AFC North mm-hmm. guys, but that NFC North, Bears, Packers, not Jive. No, they're not, but – yeah, I don't know. I've, I've played in those games and tougher on both sides, and it's a little yeah tougher games. Um, and uh, last thing, as you can see by looking at me and Rank, we both have enjoyed our food, you know, here and there. We know you enjoy your food. <laughs> yeah. What is it that you have had to eschew? You know, say goodbye to. It's a shame that eschew and chew are so close. <laughs> In the in the dictionary, because you have to eschew food, you have to eschew chewing food to lose weight. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> mm. What is the food that you've had to say I can't eat this when I want to, you know, be, uh, like be looking right for the coaches? Cakes and you know, like desserts. Cakes. Those are like my main things. Like the sweets. What kind of cakes? Tasty cakes. Um, even A- like banana actual pudding. tasty cakes. Yeah. Really, like the chocolate ones with uh, the little yeah, squiggly yeah. white thing on top? Yeah, I eat tasty cakes. I mean, I eat all type of cake, so that's the main thing because there's all that sugar. <laughs> Do you like cake or pie better? Um, I don't know. I like pies, too. Yeah, pie's probably a little bit better. Pie's tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What kind of cake, though? A chocolate cake? 
chocolate or a lemon cake. Mm. <laughs> I sound real fat on here. Mm. Oh, I like chocolate cake and I like leather cake. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go out. The three of us should go out and have a meal sometime. Okay. That would be a fun time because I like to eat. I can put it away, you know. Mm. Um, here's what we like, Bryant. We, uh, I, all right, the producers tell me we got to wrap it up because you're a busy man. You're in demand oh, here okay. at the NFL Network. So we'll let you go. But what we like to do is, do you fancy yourself someone who understands desserts? You're really good at it. Mm-hmm. We like to check in with people and get updates on what's going on. In cert- like Lamar Woodley, we haven't talked to him in a long time, but he's oh. supposed to be our, he, you know, he's getting his um, Ph.D. or something or his graduate degree mm-hmm. in mental health. And mm-hmm. so he was going to give us, you know, some mental health tips along the way. Okay. And we had different people for different things. We'd like maybe you could be our dessert guy. Okay. Jacoby Jones' mom makes a great bread pudding. Ooh. So we were in New Orleans for the Super Bowl. She came, she fed the team, and the bread pudding was outstanding. Really? That's yeah. a good That's so a good. So hopefully she brings something to him while he do Dancing with the Stars out here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot he's on Dancing with yep. the Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right, listen, Bryant McKinney, you got to go, but congratulations Thank on you. getting that ring. And, oh, better purple uniform. That's the only colors you've worn since you've I been know, a right? professional. <laughs> Which is the better purple uniform? The one I'm wearing now because it's purple and black. So it's like less Barney. Like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's like a darker purple. I like that one a little bit. That's incorrect. I, I'm sorry to end on I'm a sour sorry. note, but that is not the better. You, <laughs> the Vikings with that with the horns. That's cool. Yeah, the horns is cool, but like the bright purple. Yeah. It's too much like Grimace or something like that. <laughs> I like the, <laughs> the. Too much of a good yeah, thing is what you're saying. Too, yeah, Too bright purple. All that purple is for Barney. Let's leave yeah. that for him. I oh, got or you. Or Grimace from McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. What was Grimace supposed to be? I don't know. Like everybody, like the hamburger's a guy. A nose tackle. Grimace. He, he would be a dominant nose tackle on the NFL. Look actually, into that one. Actually, Fill that hole for the Ravens, yeah. Actually, right. Grimace is a milkshake. What? Grimace is a milkshake. Is yeah. He's supposed to be a milkshake? Yes. How'd you know that? A purple milkshake. I know my McDonald's. <laughs> we said he knows. Did we say we like our food? I like both. Oh, all right. I'm These, a husky fellow. It's if a, you're gonna be, if you're gonna be our, our dessert expert, this is the sort of uh, yeah, standard you're gonna have to live up to. You understand? All right, Brian McKinney, go have a great time okay. with everybody else at the network. They're gonna ask you a lot of X's and O's questions. Probably not as much dessert related questions. True. So you know what? But have a great time. Figure out Thank a way you. to drop the grimaces of milkshake line somewhere <laughs> in your conversation. Just out, I am out of the blue. Without hey, what is everybody thinking? You know the grimaces of milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last. You. Yeah, I was surprised to hear about Anquan Bolden leaving. I was even more surprised about Gr- Yeah, do that. Yeah, that'll be cool. All right, there he goes. The great okay. Brian McKinney. There he goes. Good fella, Rank. Black, uh, often black tie. Shake a hand like a man shakes a hand. That was. Uh, did you see what their? Do you do? No, did you see it. their thing? No. Brian was- McKinney extends a hand to shake a hand like like men do with one another. Black tie. I don't know what you were doing. You were like a damsel. No. He gave him the, you know. I went went for the fist bump. No, you did not. I was just looking at what you were doing. You did not. You you set your precious little mitt on top of his gigantic (laughs) paw. That was pathetic what you just did. What kind of man are you? I went for the fist bump. And it's one of those awkward situations where he's going for the shake. Yeah, it was awkward. So That's in for the sure. middle of the fist bump, I try to open up my 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 fist, mm-hmm. and it just looks awkward. And I was trying to. I was, then he started going for the fist bump, and then I was already going for a handshake. So 
took about five seconds, but we got it right. Sexy Terrible. deep ball indeed. Ugh, that got, was that. This is really getting disturbing, Black Tie. We got it right, though. We got it right. I like him. He's a nut. I didn't even tell him. Not like he would care, but, you know, another Raven. We're on some streak with these guys. That, Can't one of them be unlikable already? Yeah. You I would hope, him. for your sake, I, you know, you would hope that you... I'm in here. I'm talking to him about James Harrison. He's, oh, well, listen, what, you know, I, I, this business about not being upset about your arch rivals coming to your team, I don't understand, but I'll tell you, these lines get blurred when they're nice fellows like this. How mm-hmm. can I maintain my visceral hatred of a of a gaggle of fellows that seem like nice nice guys? That's the biggest. Yeah, that's the biggest letdown. I, I know when I was. Uh, I'm gonna have to work harder to make them hate me. Is what I think the trick is. That would help. It, it really would help. I remember um, I used to have to cover a rival college for the Orange County Register, and I hated that I liked all the coaches, all the mm-hmm. staffers, and all the players because they're you know predominantly nice guys you're like i don't want to like any of them no i you know what i do have to do is like jack tripper did on three's company once at the advice of uh, larry dallas who was sort of his uh, dating sherpa larry dallas the perpetual bachelor you know lived in the apartment right. complex with uh, with the the two ladies and jack tripper and uh, that was his thing he wanted to get rid of this lady but he didn't know how Larry Dallas told him, make yourself so unlikable so she dumps you. That's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to start doing with these Ravens. Because, listen, they keep being nice. That shouldn't, that shouldn't be hard for you. No, I think I can. I, listen, if, if there's one thing Damashek can do, it's be unlikable. Yeah. And so I'm going to set my mind to really doing it. I'm going to redouble my efforts. All right, before we get to Stevie Johnson, then, a couple of things that I want to yap about. Um, oh, are we doing a proper blacklist today, Black Tie? Owie, of course we are. I got three questions. Owie? Owie? What, what is owie? I, I wanted to say, am I? And then I realized, no, let me do this again. Are we? Of course we are. I got three questions. <laughs> Between that and the pathetic handshake, this is not Black Tie's day so far. But all right. He wants to do a blacklist. <laughs> we'll do a blacklist. Do you want to start? Isn't he due for another vacation? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like eons since he's been. Really? <laughs> go ahead, Black Tie. You can go. We'll, we'll try to keep the show up and running while you're away. It's been at least nine, 11 days or so since you've been out on a vacation. So, All right. Do you want to start the blacklist now or what? Let's do it. Up to you. All right. Hit it. The Black Blacklist. Black Tide reads current events. The Blacklist. Damn it, check and rank if they're coming. The Blacklist. The Blacklist. First topic on the Blacklist today, courtesy of Neil Dutton, obviously super listener, big fan of DDFP, always on Twitter. At he's re- he's Dutton. retweeted everything I've ever sent out, ever. <laughs> and I appreciate it. I don't want no, him to stop. He's, he's great. For That's your UK fan base right I now. love him. Oh, yeah. I have to self-promote. Oh I gosh. tweeted something over the weekend when the Steelers released James Harrison. I tweeted out, this is ridiculous. The commission just fined James Harrison for hitting the open market. People <laughs> seem to enjoy that one. <laughs> that was the really emphasis there on hitting. Otherwise, I, I don't think anyone would have understood it. But well, I, listen, <laughs> I, I, you, you can never assume that everyone's going to get a, a silly word play no, like no, no. that. Yeah. And, Rank, you're pleased with And you can follow me at Damashek if you'd like. Rank, you were pleased with one of your tweets today. I really was. Why don't you share it? I wish it was queued up right now so I could read it for everybody. But, no, I said part of me believes. You can't remember your own? I want to get the you wording correct. It. I, I got to make sure the wording's <laughs> I'm crafting. It, it takes me a I while see. to craft these tweets. But I said part of me believes that John Harbaugh was forced by his parents to trade Bolden to his little brother's team for winning the Super Bowl. 
Very nice. Very nice. I still can't believe, in a way. Oh, it, come on. <laughs> Handsome Hank isn't it, as impressed with that It doesn't satisfy my proper English humor. Black tie, which one did you like better? That's the first question on the blacklist today. Which tweet did you prefer? Um, I got to say, heads up to you. To, to me. Yes, to I you. like ranks as like, funny. And I'll, I'll tell you this. The thing that now that we're whatever, again, we're a month and a half removed from that Super Bowl. It's a good thing for John Harbaugh that the Ravens won because it, that would have been the worst sibling rivalry. I mean, Jim Harbaugh is a guy who played in the NFL, had the big time college career at Michigan, <laughs> then goes to Stanford and uh, turns that program around, then goes to the Niners, and in two years just about gets to the Super Bowl, and then maybe would have had a ring and would have trumped his older brother, John. Good thing that the fates weighed in here and decided to let the older brother have one. You know, <laughs> I agree with all that. All right, so go ahead with the black. Go, don't give me the hurry up black time. Sorry to interrupt your your precious list. Hit it. NFL trade so far this season, well, up until the Bowden trade, all made sense value wise. Harvin getting traded for a first rounder, Alex Smith for I believe a second, or was that a first as well? My question is to you guys though, make up or my request to you guys is make up another hashtag NFL trade that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, the Bolton well, one is- makes sense in that they were going to cut him. They just couldn't t- afford to have him there. But I, I understand the the spirit of what you're going for. That uh, mm-hmm. a guy who was a key player in the Super Bowl is now being traded for junk. Um, rank. I'll let you start while I conjure one. If you have one, well, let's, ready yeah. To go. Let's stay in the uh, NFC West because when you look at it, it, the NFC West is on the verge of being the toughest division in football, and it, and it all revolves around the quarterback position. The Seahawks have Russell Wilson. The 49ers have Kaepernick, Sam Bradford for the St. Louis FC. The Cardinals, however, have the modern-day equivalent of Dieter Brock. Dieter Brock. So oh, I saw is, it coming. I knew it was coming. I really did. It started setting up. See, I set it up. He got so the Dieter Brock drop. Very nice. And does you know? I just don't sit there and write it down in my hand and be like, oh, I'm going to drop it in here like Black Titus. But that not. I'm going to say this though: the Cardinals need to make a move for a quarterback. In a in a fantasy world, yes, I would say something like Tom Brady to the Cardinals, and it's fun. But trying to think of somebody who's legitimately available, and I think of Kyle Orton sitting there backing up Tony Romo in Dallas, just doing nothing. I feel with the new offense they're going to bring in in Arizona, Kyle Orton could come in and be productive for the Cardinals. Oh, I, I think I got to tell you, I think that's a not a good idea at all. Kyle, why, not, why not Kyle Orton? How old is he now? I guess he's not that decrepit. The, the, the problem, though, the, I the, see what you're saying. My no, no, thing no, is wait, the problem with those guys, and it, it, it has the same thing to do with Matt Moore, who just re-signed with. I was going to say Matt Moore would be it, a better sound. Or would would to me sound better if I were a Cardinals fan. Right. Well, the problem is, is that you get with those guys is they've just settled into the whole thing. Like, you know what? I'm going to be a backup quarterback. I'm going to play long enough to get my pension. I'm making good money. I'm never getting hit. Everybody thinks I'm great. So he might be of that mindset. So I don't know if Ryan Mallett would might maybe be somebody. That's who makes what I was going to say. Like Ryan a, Mallett to me is a great guy to to move. I don't know why a lot of teams that are. Well, I think in the that, Browns are interested. Well, Browns, I, I, yeah. Jets, Cardinals. These teams should be fighting with each other to get Ryan Mallett. And we know Belichick likes to collect draft picks, so it seems like a no brainer to me. And I would certainly give up a second-round draft pick if I were a team like the Cardinals because the speculation is that they're going to get grab Geno Smith, who almost universally is not grading as a 
definitely a guy who belongs being picked in the first half of the first round. And yet, because of need, they're going to go and get him. The Cardinals are. This seems, yeah, Ryan Mallett, especially with a guy like Bruce Arians, who loves throwing those deep balls and everything. That, to me, I don't know why we're not hearing more about that. And maybe they're doing, like we said at the top of the show, they're just not showing their cards. Maybe they are. Their cards. Their cards because we're talking about errors. Handsome, what do you uh, what do well, you, think? you? I mean, I actually was going to say Ryan Mallett to the Browns, and I know that that's been addressed a little bit already, and I think it does make sense as much as... Um, Why? What's, what's so bad about Brandon Whedon? Everybody's ready I to like close Whedon. the book on I this like guy? I'd like, and I'd like Whedon to do... For some reason, I feel some kind of affinity towards Brandon Whedon. I like the whole idea of you know the, him being 58 or however old he is and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But anyway, you said Ryan Mallett. You actually mentioned Revis earlier, and I've been saying, I will, since Super Bowl, I think pretty much, that... Um, on this show. I like how you that, don't say the the. People, listeners have noted that as well, that you don't say when you talk about the Super Bowl, you just call it Super Bowl. I'm sorry. It's not to apologize. Okay. I just think it's an interesting. Since the Super Bowl. Well, listen, I it's mean, a cultural difference, but right. it's, since it's our thing, you would think you would just I'm adopt the way wrong. we do it. Right. Uh, but, but at the same time, right, it's not like there are other Super Bowls to, to think about. It, there's just one. So it's like. It's Super Bowl. Can anyway. I can I start doing that at yeah, this yeah, juncture of it. my life? I've I always had, I, am. All, I'm all for saving syllables right. and reducing my amount of talking time and uh, on the uh, I've on the planet you don't Earth. Like to talk no, no, indeed. No. So uh, let's. So from now on, when we talk Super Bowl, we just call it Super Bowl here. Yeah. So here's. So here's what I. Congratulations so, so on Super Bowl, Brian McKinney. Putting, Go ahead. Putting Revis aside. And uh, putting Mallet aside, how about the Jets start collecting USC quarterbacks? Matt Leinert. Mm-hmm. I don't know if John David Booty, is that what he's called? John David Booty, is he still in the NFL? Somewhere I else? don't think he is, no. Well, that's an easy signing then. They're not going to have to trade with anyone for that. Let's get Leinert. Let's get Booty. Let's get Sanchez. They've just, while Mount McKinney was sitting here, they just um, signed David Garrard. And, um, and uh, he obviously isn't a USC grad, so he's out. And uh, and they can just have a battle to see who did they, they actually they can, sign David Garrard? They really Brown? did. That just happened, by the way. That's oh. And um, Matt Barkley, obviously, they can draft him, and then they can just have some kind of. And I guess I bet you it'd be reality TV that would get televised. USC quarterback off. Two things. <laughs> First of all, the David Garrard signing sounds ridiculous, and if you're a Jets fan, it's uninspired and so on. But the saddest thing of all is he's definitely an upgrade, as far as I'm concerned, definitely. from Mark Sanchez. And he hasn't played in two years. I still right. think he's a better option than Mark Sanchez because one thing we know is Mark Sanchez ain't the answer. So giving a shot to just about anyone else is uh, is an improvement. The thing I've hammered since whatever December or January is, can you imagine? There's no way Rex Ryan can sell to that locker room. Forget the media and the fans. You cannot go into the locker room and say, yeah, right now Mark Sanchez is our guy. Mark Sanchez right. has the leg up right now. And so that's what he said. That's absurd. That's, that's I mean, you, you just, you can't punch the the 52 other 52 guys in the gut like that by saying, yeah, we're going to do it again with this bum. Yep. It can't be. The, the biggest su- uh, surprise of the garage story, I was just reading it, and one of our beloved Flames had just written a story on it, is that David Garrard's only been in the NFL for nine years. It hmm. feels like he's been here for about 15 years. Yeah, it does. But he's, he's just a nine-year veteran. Um, well, to uh, to finish it up, I, you know, listen, the Steelers need a pass rusher. They need Lamar Woodley to get fit and return to the form that he was in before the hamstring injury in 2011. So I'll I'll, I'll go at it. From that perspective, that would be the best thing they could do. And listen, if we're playing pie in the sky, then Von Miller. How about that? We'll take Von Miller to uh, take over for James Harrison. Done and done. I think the Steelers will be a better team with that. Handsome, though, 
just quickly weigh in Mike Wallace or Greg Jennings. You only get to have one as a Dolphins fan. You are the you are a resident Dolphins fan residents. here. Okay, I would say uh, it, it. The answer slightly depends on what happens in the draft. I actually personally would prefer that they take Greg Jennings. This is just me. Mm-hmm. They take Greg Jennings and then focus on getting a couple of young receivers in the draft who he can bring up with him. Corderell we, I, Patterson out of Tennessee would be a great addition. Whether it's Patterson or Keenan Allen there. or Taven Austin or some right. of the sort of the Robert Woods, um, DeAndre Hopkins, a couple of guys who would maybe fall into the second round. Uh-huh. But I and they have uh, I think five picks in the first three rounds, so they have the the ability to maybe they still have the ability to be able to do that. And really, my only thinking behind it is that I know Wallace isn't hasn't been a troublemaker. He hasn't done push-ups in his yard or um, left the team in the lurch or anything like that, like the, the, the sort of the real diva receivers. But at the same time, he, he did hold out at the beginning of last season. He did have a pretty bad season in a contract year. I just feel like... Well, and, I will and, say that's a little overstated, the bad season that he had when he was playing for a month with, you know... Byron left, which and then right. uh, had to uh, had catch passes from Chaz Batch. That wasn't, and then Roethlisberger didn't come back at a hundred percent. That was bad for Wallace, and he did still. The fact of the matter is, he still did. He was especially productive catching touchdown passes. Right. My problem with him is, if you're going to pay him like one of the true, not just a, your team's number one. But, uh, you know, one of the top half dozen or so wide receivers in the league, he's not the kind of guy who goes up and make makes plays over guys like Brandon Marshall does or Calvin Johnson or Larry Fitzgerald. He's limited in that aspect. But then again, maybe he's the fastest wide receiver there is. And if you get Ryan Tannehill, who's got that big arm, stretching it that way and then you get another young receiver, like you say, then all of a sudden, or for that matter, Brian Hartline, right. they're they're going to be in good shape. But, so, but who's going to be their slot guy? Because I know Bess, he was hurt a lot last year. Do they go out and sign a guy like Danny Amendola? Uh, I don't think they will. I think they'll stick with Bess, or maybe they find someone in the draft, but I don't think that's a priority right now. I mean, Bess still was still able to make plays at the right times. Uh, you know, On third down, he was very good. Uh, my, the other thing about Jennings, just very quickly, is he is able to, you know, he's played in Philbin's offense, and I don't hold a lot with, like, he's played for him, and therefore they want to be reunited. But he does know all of the positions at receiver, and my understanding is that that's a big advantage in that offense versus Jennings, who, uh, sorry, versus Wallace, who probably hasn't played all those positions. It's interesting. In both offense. guys, I think, both uh, both Jennings and Wallace have some questions about them because of where they're coming from. One is catching passes from Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers makes every receiver look good this side of your Michael Finley at least and Mike Wallace is coming off of the Steelers Steelers and Patriots have to be one and two of guys that in that system can be productive and when they leave that they vanish there are very few guys that leave those two teams and then go on and don't skip a beat so it'll be interesting with those but I did in Austin I did talk to the Dolphins uh, one of the Dolphins guys out there and he whispered to me about the new uniforms, and I don't want to say anything more. I begged him and pleaded him as the uniform monitor to give me just a, on his cell phone. He refused. Oh, I've he seen refused. It. what he did say. No, you haven't. Yeah, they have. What he? No, you haven't. No, that, was, that is not the. No, no, no. I saw it at the Super Bowl. No, you didn't. Okay. What he did say was it cool? <laughs> what he did say was that Dave, you might be invited to the. Um, the he didn't say might. It, he wants. He, he wants. wants he wants the uniform monitor there. Right. But I don't know if he really knows what he's getting himself into because the one thing the uniform monitor has is his integrity. 
And if, if the he? uniform Does monitor really? doesn't like him, a, a trip to Miami, the, a first class trip. First class what if I go expenses? out there and I just say like they 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 pull back the the velvet rope? They uh, South Beach is mine for a couple of days. I uh, you know I trip the light fantastic, and then at the, they reveal the new uniforms. I go like eh, C minus. That probably wouldn't go over. <laughs> how could probably. that happen with Aqua and Orange? I don't know how they could get that wrong. I well, listen, yeah, there there are a lot of you can really screw that one up, but I do like the uh, uh, the Aqua, as uh, some <laughs> Sorry, people say. Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, and I, it's so regionally specific and appropriate. I I've always enjoyed those colors on them. All right, black tie. Yes. Apologies to all you non Dolphins fans for having to sit through that. But, uh, I well, what, what I don't understand why it's, you're it's, apologizing. It's, it's, it's like 15 minutes of the Miami Dolphins. I love you, Hank, but come on. Guess what? Come I on. think I I wouldn't be surprised. Get ready for this one. I'm I'm brewing. Uh, I, I'm, I'm mulling this over. I may pick the Dolphins no, to to beat the Patriots for the 2013 All divisional right, let's crowd. Move on. Let's... Hey, I, I apologize for having a team that I can be passionate about. Uh, Black tie. I know that. I know that uh, you. Hey, you Manchester United. Yet. I'm the same way. You should see me last week when we lost oh, to Real for... Madrid. All right, we continue, please. We... There we go. We... Number two, with the World Baseball Classic on the way, you guys saw it on Sunday. Canada and Mexico got into a pretty big brawl during their matchup. Now, this has nothing to do with baseball because no one was watching mm. that game. Nothing to do with the brawl, as a matter of fact. Just basically here, guys. Are you Team Canada or hashtag Team Mexico? Why does, does that – What does, does that Are you mean? telling us Can I ask that – a question? It's Cousin Sal tweeted something along those lines, too, about uh, what if those two countries got into a war, we'd be stuck in the middle there. I didn't there. say war neither. No, I mean. but, but listen, I like, I like the question. Mexico or Canada, I actually posed that – on Twitter the other day, too. Let's say you have to choose one of America's two neighbors, but then you can't enjoy any aspect of the other one. You're done with it. You can't forget Ooh. visiting. No vacations there. You can't eat the food from there. You can't watch the sports that come out of there. You can't love the women from there. So on. What's your answer? I'm going to start... I think this is interesting. I'm going to start with you, handsome Hank, because you maybe will bring some uh, some unique perspective to perspective to it as an Englishman. Okay. Well, look, um, I'll try and be unique then. I don't particularly care for any sports. I don't think that come out of either of those countries. So on that front, I'm I'm covered. But the food is going to be a factor. I'm okay. a, I like Mexican food. All right. I love maple syrup and I love bacon. Now I'm assuming that we could get bacon from somewhere else. So Canadian, you know, well, Canadian bacon does not equal American bacon. I know, I know, but they, but, but it has its strengths. Maple syrup is a problem, though. Mm-hmm. Well, we, do we know that Canadian is that Canadian specific? I, I think, think you're so. making that assumption coming from I'm, the UK. I'm stereotyping them. Definitely. I think so. I think we make our own uh, really our own syrup, has, don't we? Yeah, may, yeah, because they would probably do that in New England or something. Yeah. Okay, well, in that case, Mrs. Butterworth, she's not Canadian, she yeah, right. So what? So what does Canada have to speak for then? They Molson. have uh, what? Is, what's what's that? Molson. Yeah, Mooses. well, that's that's a big one. No, Molson, <laughs> Canadian beer, Moosehead, Molson, Labatt, better than I guess I would say. With the all Connie. due respect to the bearded man who only, when he does drink beer, he drinks Dos Equis, the interesting man. Let me tell um, you something about him, by the way. Yeah. He doesn't drink beer, then I don't care about your opinion. I don't care for your opinion on it. You I, can save it. 
Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I you know who it. I don't like? You know who's back now, too? And to add him to my roster of people that are in commercials that are not welcome in my home to watch sporting events or anything else, it is Chris Moltisante like from The Sopranos. Which, well, it keeps coming up. Yeah. They keep, People keep making bad commercials. I have to keep speaking out against them. Chris Moltisante, the actor from The Sopranos. I can't remember his real name, but that was his name on The Sopranos. He was uh, Tony Soprano's nephew. He now does those uh, tequila commercials. Oh yeah, but he, but he like, he, 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 they're intended to make you feel shame for not doing right. it, and he, and he basically berates you for not joining. He's him. angry. Yeah, he's mad about everything. All right, listen, if this is the, if that's what the this product is going to do to me, I don't want you hanging right. around here and and bad mouthing me for my choices. You know. Beat it. So I don't want him around. But he, kn- he knocks the Patron bottle off the table. Kind of, yeah. Like, what is that? Why are you wasting? Okay, I understand you don't like it, but you dun, don't have to waste dun, dun, it. Dun, 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 dun. It's real. It's all attitude. Eh, thanks. I'm not yeah. interested in your attitude. Black Tie's <laughs> throwing his hands up. All right, we need an answer <laughs> He's so here. disinterested. What, Why, what you want to weigh in? What is it? Canada Hashtag or Mexico? Canada. I, I've been on my uh, vacation tour, which I, I s- will soon be on again. I've been to both these places. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Mexico oh, for- was Mexico was great. It actually was the birth to the shout out segment, which we'll be getting to later today. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I got to go with Canada because Toronto now the fourth largest city in North America. And Beautiful it's, it's city. Supposed too. to be like the it's supposed to be like New York in the future. I was there a couple of years ago. It is great. It's lovely. So I gotta I gotta stay with Canada because I want to be there in a. Toronto is beautiful. It, what its sister city properly, I think, is is Chicago, and they they really do. One does remind you of the other, not just in climate, but in architecture and so on. It's a very international, much more an international city than even New York City is, um, or L.A. for that matter. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it, that's a great place. I've never been to vancouver but people say that's the loveliest place in north america now mexican weather though is going to be way better right. especially if you like mm-hmm. the warmth you're I mean, in canada you have to endure the winter you think chicago's cold go up to canada for six months a year rank i turn to you so no. you're saying canada i'm saying canada handsome no. says mexico i think i said mexico hashtag what did you say i just i don't even think i already gave an answer i got interrupted halfway through Oh, I'm sorry, by no, black no, tie? Well, by black tie, yeah. 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 Oh, um, he wouldn't let you in. Who has the better women? That's he, the other question. Fox, the foxes Foxier run free. women? Where, where do they run yeah. more free? Yeah. Mexico. Mexico. You're going to go. I see. I have a taste. Well, now I'm, now I'm, I, I don't want to be insulting to anybody. I right. like the fair-haired women. I, 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 I could see the, the, the flaxen-haired beauties run mm. free up in Canada, you know? Listen, I would trade either one of these spots for Boston. <laughs> and I think it would be a wise trade. So we could get just rid of Let's just the get rid of Boston, of... and then we'll take over Mexico. <laughs> Mexico see. becomes So we could just make new... that trade. Yeah. That's an think, interesting Because now that, now that Bill Burr's been airlifted out of Boston, he's coming on soon, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Uh, now that Bill Burr's been lifted out, I think we're good. I don't think we, we're leaving anything behind. Um, all right. This is, this is a tough decision because it seems like – so Rank is basically not saying Canada or Mexico. He's created an interesting option. And we have a tie here. I've got to say, I'm sorry, I'm going to miss burritos and nachos more than I can possibly say. But Canada's the right choice. It's given us mm. the sport of mm. hockey, after Has all. It? Yeah, well, I'm well, sour. I'm sour. 
I know they didn't create it, but it's that you know it's their sport. It's it's Canada's sport, and. Uh, this is I, I say this even during a time where I've turned my back on the NHL for their silly lockouts and everything. I am not paying as, as close attention to it as I normally might. But overall, it's the land of Lemieux and Crosby and done and done. I'm sorry. Goodbye, Mexico. Hello, Canada. So Go ahead, Black. Cool. Yes. All right, last question on the blacklist. Last week, Terrell Owens, the former Pro Bowler wide receiver, pretty good in my books. He signed with an LA, LA modeling agency. Oh, so good for him. He's going to be a model? Yeah, that's mm. what he wants to be. So my question is, guys, make a new career path for another out-of-work or retired for former NFL star. A new career path? Yeah. Like a, you know, for a retired football. player? Or out-of-work. Like out-of-work? I wouldn't Give mind. Him something to do. Is this one of your questions? It is one of my questions. Yes. I like Ray Lewis behind the glass. Ray Lewis behind the glass <laughs> giving guys speeches. No, Sheck would, would hate like that. Him. He would. Sheck would hate that because he, he would, I don't think would talk he would. the whole time. I don't think he, he would, would. He would try to fire us up instead yeah. of Black Tie, who's instead not trying fire, to. Not fire Black Tie. It'll be get fired <laughs> up by. Yes, yeah, Sheck yeah. wouldn't like that. He would. Ray Lewis would talk all the time. Imagine how well we perform if someone not just cared. But showed how much they cared. I'd like Ray Lewis is back there dancing. Yes, I'm ready. I think I'm going to go with, I'm going to say for our nation's Secretary of Defense in these trying times, these frightening times, forget Dennis Rodman going over there and talking with uh, North Korea. Instead, who we need, our new face of our military might, Otis Sistrunk. That would be the greatest. Great (laughs) Oakland Raiders. Defensive tackle of the uh, of the seventies. Look up a picture of Otis Sistrunk. That's all you'll need. They'll just say like, "You want to mess with us?" And then we just show a picture of uh, Otis Sistrunk. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be the terror. Tell it, tell it to our Secretary of Defense, Sistrunk. That's it. You would that would be the end of any trouble. North Korea would dismantle its nuclear program in a moment. Yeah, there will be no. Yes, I'm sorry. There will be no. Uh, there will be no basketball games and glad handing with Sistrunk. No, no. <laughs> you want this? You got it. All right. Rank your opinion. I thought I bluffed my way through this. Before oh yeah, you did. Yeah, Ray Lewis. Yeah. I, I said there were no. No one wants oh, to answer the question. Yeah. At least, yeah. At least Black Tie give can me credit because I can answered. Can we cut it. this one out? <laughs> because can I at least throw one out there? Yeah. yeah go ahead. Go Black, Black oh, That's right. Was. Of course, questions <laughs> like this, Black Tie asks so that he can give yeah, what his yeah, answer yeah, is. This better be good. Uh, I got to go with uh, Donovan McNabb. You work with him now, and uh, he's uh, he's a guy who was still trying to get back in the league, still you know working out. But I got to go with him because he's slightly overweight now. He's sort of embracing that big body that he has, so he needs to <laughs> join up with Shaq and be a salesman for uh, the Buick commercials. Have you seen the Buick commercials with Shaq? Where mm-hmm. he, he that's your dream. That's, that's your dream. A, you that's conjured it. this question because you'd like to see Donovan McNabb. Well, I didn't. I just came about, up with it right now. On the how about spot. Yeah, how right. about Donovan McNabb for curves? Oh, that's messed up. See, See I'm, not, I'm all about him embracing who he is now. I'm so gonna, you're all about making fun of him. It's I'm gonna like, make sure on. that uh, next time I see Donovan McNabb, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him how oh, he feels gosh. about Black Tie's remarks that he's embracing being it's fat close. now. Hey, you gotta be who you gotta be, man. Who you are? <laughs> all right, that's it for the blacklist. All uh, right, that's it for that's, that's the whole podcast. <laughs> all right, well then, you know what? Then let's round it out with rank. Mm-hmm. Yapped with him. Anything you want us to know about your sit down with uh, Bill's wide receiver extraordinaire, Stevie Johnson? Nice I would, guy. 
I would like to address those that hear that an athlete's coming on and immediately bounce out of here like it's some pox. That's not the way we do things. That's no. not our way. No. I say Stevie Johnson has proven himself to be a quite likable fellow. Sure. I insist that you stick around oh. and listen to this. Joining us right now, friend of the program, and really not just a friend of this program, but you've joined us on NFL Fantasy Live, NFL.com Live from Super Bowl 46 and 47. Welcome back, Stevie. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to see you. Now, I will say this. Last week, you were on NFL Network's NFL AM show in shorts. Yeah. You're on television in shorts. <laughs> you show up for the podcast in, in pants. <laughs> I feel a little shortchanged, if you oh, will. Oh, a little shortchanged? No, I just got to, uh, you know, keep them wondering, keep them guessing what, what I'm going to have on next. Uh, I had to switch it up a little bit. And the hats is just says Steven, yeah, which is uh, Steven. Nice look. I think I should adopt that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's a brand that I that I'll be having um, coming out soon. Um, really, is going to be STVN, mm -hmm. and uh, it basically means a uh, crown one, you know, and uh, spread it out to 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 the fans, you know, and everybody around, and let them know that that they're young kings. You know, what I'm saying even women are kings, so you guys can get it also. You know, very cool. Now you've been in the news recently where mm -hmm. you have been. Has been this, it has been described that you're recruiting people yeah, to be a free. What does that mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm picturing you recruiting like when you were recruited to Kentucky. Are you flying guys out to <laughs> Buffalo? Are you taking them on recruiting oh, trips? You oh, no, I, I, need, I need probably another deal to do that, be able to bring, fly guys in. But um, for the most part, I, you know, we, we linked up with in this fraternity, this NFL fraternity, and, um, you know, we know who the guys are who's, who's in free agency. And, um, you know, I try, try to hit them up on, via t Twitter or text or when I bump into them and just let them know, man, like, yo, we got – we got room here in Buffalo to grow, to, to turn things around. You want to be a part of it, man. Come come through. And, uh, you know, hopefully, like I said, hopefully we can get some of these guys. Even even one, you know, mm -hmm. would be neat. But, um, you know, it's just it's just the part, of, the, the part of me that loves, you know, this city of Buffalo. You know, like they – even though I was drafted, but those those people there, they took me in. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and um, I, I just want to give them something that, that they deserve. They want playoffs. You know, we've, it's been a long time since playoffs. And, uh, I think it, it'd be it'd be sweet to to make those moves. Do you have ambassadors lined up? Like when you went to Kentucky, when you're being recruited, did you actually meet Ash Ashley Judd? Uh, no, nah, I didn't. I didn't. Not see during it. the recruiting. I, no, but I seen her at a, at a game. I, I didn't meet her at all, but I seen her at a, at a basketball game mm -hmm. when. Uh, uh, this was when Rajon Rondo was there, okay. and uh, I was like, "Man, that's that's my first time really seeing somebody like a figure like that, you know." And it was it was pretty it was pretty neat. Striking in person. It's yeah, because you you see her on 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 the movies and everything, and it's like. Like, yo, like that's that's actually just right. I was I was sitting up here, like at the, <laughs> <laughs> at, the at the top with the with the other recruits, and it was like, yeah, um, Ashley Judge right there, and we just like, what? That's crazy, you know? It was, it was pretty cool. That had to be pretty cool. I would have I would have signed right then. <laughs> I would have had no I, doubt. I actually did. You know, that <laughs> Is that it? That <laughs> <Yeah>. night. <laughs> Yo, that's Ashley Judd. I'm in. Yes, one more. And I didn't see her at all for the for the other two years that I, that I was there. <laughs> Never again. Yeah, that's that's the way recruiting that's how goes. It is. That's how like, it hey, is. what happened to all these people that were around before? The marching bands and everything. Right, now they're right. well. We're getting okay. We're getting off topic a little bit. Uh, but but on the on the uh, issue of recruiting, uh, a couple of weeks ago now. I grew up a fan of the Los Angeles Rams. You're from the Bay. Who's your football team when you were growing up? Uh, my football team was the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys. All right. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I was a, I was a fan of, of Emmitt. I was a big fan of Emmitt Smith. I still am, you know. Um, and then, you know, when, when Dion was there, Irvin, um, and then Dion came to the Niners, it was like, you know what I'm saying, showtime. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, me being from San Francisco, it was always 49ers overall, you know. 
I was going to say, for three years, who, no matter who won in the NFC Championship game, you were walking away happy. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, because it was it was a, it was a battle between the, uh, the top my top teams. That's one thing if you're a Raiders and a 49ers fan, because yeah. at least you could you could reason that it's one's yeah. AFC, one's NFC, and unless they meet in the Super Bowl, it's not going to really matter. Right, but right. That's two rivals right there. <laughs> exactly, but but you know, I, I'm, I cheer for every team in California, you know, uh, but but most of all, it was the 49ers. You know, if the Raiders was going up against um, the Packers or the Steelers or, or whatnot, and I'll go for the Raiders, you know, mm-hmm. um, just for the California love. But, you know, my team growing up was the was the Niners and those Cowboys. Okay, I say the expression I would use is I feel you on that because in college <laughs> basketball when March Madness starts, yeah. any team on the West Coast-ish, uh-huh. I will root for, uh-huh. unless it's Long Beach State or BYU. Okay. okay. But other than that, I'm in. I'm like, eh, Gonzaga, UNLV, Arizona State, they're, they're all in. What, what about when uh, Jimmer was, was, was lighting it up? What, you just, Couldn't do it. No? There are some things that we – it would take too long. I don't think yeah. we have that much time to go into. But what I was saying, though, about being a fan – so I was a fan of the Los Angeles Rams. I refused to acknowledge the football club in St. Louis. I decided this year – now, I've had season tickets to the Cardinals and the Chargers, but I've never really considered myself a fan of either team. Uh-huh. I've decided I want to be a fan of a team, and I've opened myself up to recruiting. So I feel – and you've, you've given away a little bit right here, but, but give me a recruiting pitch on why the Bills should be considered. Uh, because like it, first of all, the drop, like, Hey guys, look, check this out, man. We, we ain't been to the playoffs in like 13, 13 years, 13 plus, whatever. So I couldn't be a front runner. Yeah. So, but, but, so put it like this, imagine what, what did it feel like to be a part of that team that turned things around? We had the pieces, you know, you can see we getting better each year. Um, but now we got pieces in place. We got new coaching staff. Um, and, and just think about it. Think about 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 building that dynasty. You know what I'm saying, and you being and you being a reason why you know we changed, we turned things around. I think my fandom would. Man, I, hopefully we can get these guys coming, man, and and turn this thing around. It's, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a business, though. You know, mm-hmm. I, and I understand that, and everybody should understand that. You know, it comes down to the paper, to the money, and everything. Um, but you know, if guys could, you know what I'm saying, it it'd be it'd be huge. You know, because it's gonna be it's gonna be a shift in that AFC East and. And I, and I believe we have a good shot at, at making things happen. I'm feeling positive about the Bills now. Man, I, I could use some swag <laughs> or maybe a, a meeting with Ashley Judd or something. <laughs> Do you know Bill Burr by any chance? No, 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 no. All right. Well, I, I see. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm considering the Bills. Like, if you put me on a recruiting chart right now, yeah. it would say interested. Yeah, it's, Adam yeah, Rank yeah. interested that's, that's, in that's the all, Bills. That's all. That's all we need in, in, in due time. You know what I'm saying? You, all right. You'll be over, you'll be over there. We've got some time. <laughs> Have some ideas of what might possibly sway me. I'm not going to put any ideas in your head, but you know <laughs> what? Just as you walk, when you walk away today, know that I'm I'm now considering being a fan of the Bills. For I like sure. the town of Buffalo. I love For the sure. Bills fans. Nice. I just feel like Bills fans are just good people. Like just yeah. good people. They're real. They're yeah. real. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they're real everywhere. I, I don't. I don't want to. Like I kind of don't like when people be saying. Oh, we have the best fans because you know everywhere, everybody has the best friends. Fans, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of diehards, but um, just from my experience with those uh, Buffalo Bills fans, they they're real and it's like genuine. You know what I'm saying? Like I I will go out and see people in the um in the grocery stores and they sit down and have a and not sit down, but they have a talk with me. Like, man, what happened on this one? Let's let's try to get it. You know what I'm saying? And be yeah. real, it's not it's not. They could be starstruck, but. They really have a passion for their team, you know what I'm saying. So they want to see us do do good. So whether we doing bad um, or good, they go let us know about each one. You know what I'm saying, and I, and I appreciate that about them. That sounds wonderful. It sounds. Like I, I got to get out there. I got to go see a game. 
but something happened in the news a couple of weeks ago. Revis, Richard Sherman, they had yeah. their little uh, Twitter war. Who's better? I've seen that. Um, man, I, I, I respect both of them. I respect mm-hmm. all these DBs. Um, I, I would I was gonna lean towards Sherman because of the height that he has and you know what I'm saying the way his range, but you can't take that away from from Revis also you know because um you very rarely do you see uh wide receivers get pad get behind him on, on deep on deep routes you know what I'm saying um he's still knocking knocking passes down when they, when they throwing that nine route so um I mean respectfully they they like they're both good in their own you know all right I knew you would feel that way I knew you'd want to be a diplomatic and I I applaud you you know what you got to play against these guys they're your friends and everything mm-hmm. it's good so what we're gonna do we're gonna do something called the gridiron breakdown where we're gonna get to the bottom of who is better through a series of questions that may or may not relate to football so we'll okay. go through all right okay are you ready for this okay, I'll, I'll, I'll we're going to, to the grid <laughs> all right your car breaks down at midnight who is more likely to pick you up Revis or Sherman? Sherman probably be probably pick me up, and would he charge you gas money? Uh, nah, but he'll let me know that that man. I had to drive all the way out. You know what I'm saying, man? You know, but he wouldn't ask me directly. I think mm-hmm. <laughs> he would hint around to him. Yeah, yeah, beat around the bush a little bit. Fair enough. Now you have three children. If you needed a babysitter for the night, who would you rather have? Um, Sherman had like eight picks this this past season, right? He did. I think you're in good hands with Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> what about a tutor for the kids? Um, Stanford, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going. Sh- Dang, there's a lot of Sherman. A lot of Sherman. All right. Well, we're getting to the bottom of this. Uh, you've you're married. Uh, let's say you're going to renew your vows. Who is more likely to show up to your vow renewal? Um, uh, I'm gonna go Revis because I ain't chose. I ain't picked them in, in a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> Revis. All right. Who is more likely to ignore your text messages? Um. Both of them, because I'm going to be bragging to them a lot about when I scored on them. All right. Both of them, neither <laughs> one of them. All right. Yeah. Boys trip to San Francisco. Last minute we're going. You give out the invite to both guys. Who's more likely to show up? Um, I think Sherman will because he's on the West Coast. Revis, you know what I'm saying, he, he's probably doing some chilling on his island or whatever. So <laughs> Sherman might, might make the ride, make the trip. <laughs> it's tough to travel off the island. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Who would be more likely to go with you to watch Die Hard? Revis probably will. Probably Revis. All right. Well, Revis, you know what? He made a little bit. It looks like, though, the winner. See, he don't get get no reception out on that island. So it's like I I hit him up, you know what I mean? And he don't really. It's tough. So, but, but, you know, the gridiron breakdown does not lie. It says Richard Sherman (sighs) is the best. So that'll be the big headline on (laughs) NFL.com. Stevie Johnson says Richard Sherman is the best. No, I'm kidding. We won't won't do that. that. We won't won't do that to you. All right. Um, We did look up. uh, I do like uh, following you on Twitter. Nice. Uh, I like some of your Twitter followers. You follow Kate Upton. What's the story there? Yeah, no, um, me and Kate, we did something – for for skull candy like we're both we're both signed with with skull candy and um you know that's that's our team right there and we had linked up with big boy to um do little skits and and promo for the video game army of two and um it, everything worked out it, it, it was cool man just just meeting her I, I know she's a jet she's a jets fan but um she was she was a cool lady you know it, it was it was good hanging with her and um big boy mm-hmm. and one last thing we'll stick on twitter you follow kobe you follow lebron on the Twitter sphere, am I saying that right? Twitter sphere. Mm-hmm. Okay, not on the court. On Twitter, who is the better tweeter? Um, I like Kobe. Well, 
LeBron, LeBron, he has he has his uh, his ways of, of having fun, but I like the sense of humor of Kobe, though. You know, I, I like I like uh, Kobe's Twitter. Amnesty <laughs> after he beat the Dallas Mavericks. Well, Stevie, thank you so much for joining us yeah. today. It's been a lot of fun. Always, yeah. always great to have you in. You know what? Think about that. You know, if you want to come back and make another pitch to me and to be right. a Bills fan, right? I'll be receptive to it. But uh, good luck, good luck in the offseason. I hope we see you soon. For sure. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. Our pleasure. The <laughs> no. great Stevie Johnson. You're right, Rank. See, that's it. you don't turn off these interviews when, they, when they're on this podcast. You don't turn off the athlete ones because, we, listen, we get to know the man. Yes. We don't just get to know the guy in the helmet. We take the helmet off and get to know what's inside there. That sounds weird and gross, but you know. No, understand. it's not. You understand the spirit of what I'm saying. And he dressed, you know. And I and I mentioned this off the top that he dressed up for our interview, mm-hmm. where he was on NFL AM in shorts. Mm-hmm. He he showed up here and he and, understands in long pants. Also, I liked his answer on who which uh, DB he'd rather have babysit his kid. It's a sound answer. It's it logical. Is. He's using his pee. I like that. Yes. You know. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up here, but we have one more thing to do. Black tie behind the glass. Be so kind to give us a shout-out, would you? One of your world-famous shout-outs here. Black tie likes to do these uh, about once a week when he's not on vacation. And they're not the people he knows. Rather, it's people who he feels like have tough gigs, like him. It's time for black tie shout-outs. I like to give a shout-out to. Quick shout-out to. I just want to give a shout-out all right, guys, my shout-out this week. So I was watching Parks and Rec the other day, and back-to-back episodes, they had the cast at the, you know, Lucas Oil Stadium with, you know, with the Colts, with Luck, with Reggie I saw Wade. that. It was great. And then the next episode, Tom Haverford is having issues knowing the game of basketball, so he goes out on the court trying to learn, learn, try to learn the game of basketball. And it got me thinking how horrible sports scenes are all the time. So my shout-out this week goes to people involved, directors, actors, Everyone who's involved with shooting a sports scene for a TV show or a movie because it's it's the breathing ground for some of the worst acting you've ever seen. It's just terrible acting. You can never get it right, especially with basketball. It's it's just horrible TV to watch, but they have to do it because they have a celebrity on or a star or whatever the case may be. It's the most corny slash. I thought worst Reggie Wayne was very ever. charming. Did you ever feel like somebody did a good job? What? I, who's your favorite athlete actor? There's only one answer actor, to that, right? Uh, in today's world, in today's world, like right now, I would have to go with Blake Griffin. He's pretty good in his commercial. Yeah, he's funny. He's pretty solid. Deadpan, um, right. Yes, pretty good deadpan. Other than that, I don't really know. It's tough, man. It's tough getting a sports scene. Who's the one answer there, uh, Handsome? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm guessing neither of you have seen Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, <laughs> Danny Moreno. Danny <laughs> no, Moreno. Uh, there are there are some legit. I mean, Ray Lewis is probably. I mean, uh, Ray Lewis, Ray uh, Ray Allen. Mm-hmm. I mean, he carried a movie. He was uh, Ray he, Allen solid. Yeah, I mean, you know, pretty good. Jesus Shuttleworth was. Uh, that's a tough one to beat. Although Matt Nover in um, what was that movie called? The one the Nick Nolte coach basketball team with Shaq. The, um, oh, jeez, Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Yeah, he was all right in that one. He uh, was good. I know we're forgetting somebody big. All right, let's. You want Alex Karras. Yeah, that's a nice tip of the hat there to uh, to the late great Alex Harris. All right, Smith. Eh. <laughs> is Hightower 
Yeah, he was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, he was all right. Um, Butkus has had some decent turns. Hang time? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, well with uh, Reggie Theus. No, he replaced Reggie Theus. Oh, yeah. Theus is the coach, though. That was a pretty weird That one, was too. pretty weird. I never yeah. actually knew Theus was an actual like basketball player or coach. I Are you thought, kidding I me? I thought he was actually... He used to wear the powder coach. blue of the Kings. Yeah. I remember that UNLV, after he left the Bulls. UNLV running Rebels. Yep, that's right. All right, well, and we have that to look forward to. Uh, March Madness about to get going here. For once, I am going to be completely engaged by that with the first seeded, with the top-seeded Hoosiers and the Pitt Panthers going. Isn't Gonzaga be number one? No, but uh, they'll be a, but the oh, Hoosiers yeah, will be, be a number one seed. Number one, and I keep getting those e- I, I, around this time of year. What happens if Pitt and IU play? What, what, who are you going to root for? That's not a decision that can be made with the head. It can only be made with the heart. And I can't forecast what my heart is going to want in that situation. We'll have to wait and see. It's going to be exciting for all of us. All right. We'll be back with another episode later in the week. Who do we have lined we? up here, Black Tie? Yeah, we do. Good. We have another guest lined up. Not this week. Next week, we do have Cliff Avril on the horizon. We also might have Cliff Avril of the Detroit yeah. Lions. Well, he is now. Show. He may not no, be the Detroit Lions. No, by the time Lions. we speak with him, he won't Fair be up. a Detroit Lion. We also should have uh, Vernon Davis sooner or later. Not Ooh. sure exactly Well, well, when. well. I one. look forward to him. We should, we should really let him know of all the praise I've heaped on him. We should. We should. And um, I think Terrence Newman as well, huh? which by oh. the way... Yeah. Left the message for Hank. Is that an English accent that I heard? Oh, yeah, he likes oh, hi, you. He likes your, He does a good English accent himself. Of course, Chappie. Well, not good, <laughs> but again, I appreciate the effort on that one. All right, so so we have some good stuff coming up. But all right, we'll have at least one more episode for you. We really should do two more this week because we only did one proper podcast last yeah, week. Yeah, I had people asking me, where's the second episode of the I week? Know. And I was like, I'm sorry, uh, Adam Rank ate it. So. Ah, that's not nice at all. All right, so uh, listen, we'll be back with more Huey and Applesauce later on. Good luck in free agency for your teams. And uh, in the meantime, thanks so much for football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.